0: Welcome back to Faith on the Go podcast. We begin a new year and a new season of worship. We appreciate you being here with us. This episode is from our worship service, January 7th, 2024, the baptism of our Lord. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe to our channel to get updates and new episodes when they arrive. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. This chapter of Genesis, out of chaos... God brings order. Out of the formless void, God brings light. This familiar story was good news for the Israelites who experienced much chaos in their history. It remains good news for us. God created and continues to create new life. We read, In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, The earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and there was evening, and there was morning the first day. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading comes from the 19th chapter of Acts. In Ephesus, Paul encounters people who had received John's baptism of repentance, but had never heard of the Holy Spirit or of baptism in the name of Jesus. After Paul baptizes them, the Holy Spirit comes upon them and empowers them with gifts of the Spirit. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus where he found some disciples. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, and to what then were you baptized? They answered, into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about twelve of them, this is the word of the Lord.
1: The Holy Gospel, according to St. Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him, and a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. And I invite you to join me now in a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we thank you for this new day. We thank you for this time of celebration in your church, of your coming to share our humanity in Jesus. And especially today, we remember the gift of baptism that he shares with us. Open us to the power of your Spirit in this time. In this place, speak new words of life and encouragement and strength to your people. Raise us up from sin and death that we may live as followers of Jesus, sisters and brothers, siblings of Christ, gathered together to serve a new creation. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Let the church say, amen. We heard in the psalm today these words, O Lord, give strength to your people. Give them, O Lord, the blessings of peace. Over the last few years, I've learned a phrase that would have seemed strange not that long ago. For the first time in many decades, life expectancy has begun dropping in the United States. And one of the associated reasons is something called deaths of despair. Deaths of despair. These are deaths associated with drug overdose, alcohol-related liver failure, and suicide. With stark clarity, these simple words describe a profound problem in our common life that includes Things like broken relationships, frustrated hopes, dysfunctional communities, and a toxic culture. And this experience is not limited to someplace else, some other community. All three of these things have touched this community and church, this congregation. All three have touched this congregation many of you have firsthand experience. When I came to Cedarburg 19 years ago, it was one of the first things that I noticed, an unexpected contrast to the relative stability of the inner city that I left behind. There were certainly problems there, but this type of despair was not one of them. Behind the affluence and the success of this community lurks a destructive power that we still struggle to name. Today, we remember the baptism of Jesus and its meaning for our lives. On the day after his epiphany and his church's extended celebration of his nativity, we remember that God's coming among us to share our humanity in Jesus includes this simple practice of baptism and its message of profound hope. Baptism may be taken for granted among many other defining features of your life, not much more than a ritual identifying you with a particular group among many groups in our society. It may not be the most important thing when you consider everything comprising your life. Things like family and happiness or success probably rate much higher for many of us. And yet this is one of those small, ordinary things that carry an outsized influence when subject to closer scrutiny with a capacity that is shaped to your most pressing problems and that is able to address the deepest despair. Its central element, water, is intimately associated with just about every aspect of life. And yet this also is taken for granted. So much a part of you and a part of our world that you don't think about it until it's gone. And yet it is water that sustains life. Today's first reading reminds us that it wasn't out of nothing that God began the work of creation. In the beginning, there was water. Look it up. There was water. As with baptism, water And God's word were joined in creation, bringing new life out of the formless void, shining light in the darkness, opening new and unimagined possibilities. Church, despair is like a formless void. Despair is like a formless void a situation not conducive to creativity or to flourishing. God spoke into this void authoritative and provocative words, addressing chaos itself and opening new pathways for life. When Jesus came up from the water at his baptism, the heavens were torn apart. God's Spirit, who swept over the waters in the beginning, now descended upon him. And God's voice spoke again You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. Creation's counterpoint from the beginning has always been the formless void. The formless void, that power that would destabilize and unravel all that holds life together. Church, this is where God's voice does something unexpected and new. Jesus' baptism expressed his solidarity with all of creation and the new thing that God would accomplish through his life, death, and resurrection. Here is not only Jesus sharing your humanity as a little baby, but expressing God's creative and life-giving power amid the least noticed and most ordinary expressions of life. Where God is speaking, chaos gives way to life. And church, God is speaking to you here. God is speaking to you here. Your baptism is where Jesus, humanity, and yours are joined. They are joined together in the life-giving power of God who names you, my beloved child. After extolling the power and varied expressions of God's voice in today's psalm, the psalmist spoke from our common deep need From the midst of deaths of despair, asking for strength and for the blessings of peace. This is a translation of the Hebrew word shalom, a rich word that means far more than just peace. It can be translated as completeness, soundness, welfare, safety, health, prosperity. Quiet, tranquility, contentment, friendship, and harmony, to name just a few. To think of it only as peace is kind of like calling Lake Michigan a big puddle. It's a rich word, and it speaks to God's deep desire for wholeness, for a whole and complete creation joined and connected together. Church, this is the creative product of God's voice in your life, overturning the power of sin and death, speaking into the void, speaking into your deepest despair, and shining a light of hope and new life in you. Amen.